Hello, everyone. This is the Golden Astrologer Podcast. I'm Deb McBride, and today is Monday, November 4th, 2019, and I am broadcasting from lovely Escazú, Costa Rica. So we are in the midst of a very major aspect, which really has come in in the last week and a half or so. And what's happening here is that we watched Mars hit Saturn about a week and a half ago in a challenging aspect known as a square, which is a 90 degree angle. And what's happening now is that Mars has moved through Libra enough so that it is now going to challenge Pluto with the same aspect. So since Saturn is earlier and Capricorn, it's at the, uh, 15 degree mark and Pluto is at 20, it's taken all this time, a good 10 days or so for Mars to move those 10 degrees. So it comes into the contact with Pluto tomorrow at 523 AM Eastern time. Now, what's going on here is we're again watching this Saturn Pluto come from our place of holding our space and conquering our fears and confronting our brick walls that we all have and going into this place of empowerment. So Mars, which is the assertive planet, the aggressive planet, the planet of taking action, Mars doesn't like to be held back. And even when it's in Libra, which is where it has to be polite and nice and and serene, it still doesn't want to be held back from taking action. So when it meshes with Pluto tomorrow in the wee hours, and we're in it, folks, we're, we're already in Mars-Pluto, it really is going to have um, the effects of some sort of breakthrough for, for each of us in this Saturn-Pluto Pluto journey that we're on. Now, normally when we have a Mars-Pluto aspect, it can be very overwhelming and powerful. And one of the things I want to address is just about this, these feelings we're getting. My feeling is that consciousness is moving very, very quickly in these last few weeks since Saturn and Pluto both went direct, Saturn in the middle of September, Pluto at the beginning of October. This has been a very quick process through our own stuff, our, our inhibitions, our anxieties, our... Uh, fears, what has been holding us back from doing our good work. A lot of things have been in our way, as they often are on Earth. We have to move energy. We have to stay focused. We have to keep our faith. We have to keep moving. Um, And what I'm watching happen is if you are on your right path, and if you are uh, clear on what you're doing, then things are moving out of your way very quickly. If you know that you want to keep doing what you're doing and you have goals in mind and you know instinctively, intuitively that these are the right life goals for you, then right now you're going to feel things moving very quickly and connections being made very powerfully with others who are completely in your, in your path. And so when we had that Mars-Saturn, it felt a little frustrating at first, but there was, and that was, you know, Sunday the 27th. And right now, okay, so we're moving past all this, and we're moving into this Mars-Pluto tomorrow. 
And what happens is that we've grown in the last week and that's why things are moving so quickly and that's why we're growing so quickly because we've because we've you know we're we're experiencing sort of this this raising of consciousness and we are about to plow through some really big stuff now um what i want to talk about is the fact that we are having this saturn pluto and i don't want people to be afraid of it it is very powerful it hasn't happened since 1983 but what it's what's occurred to me in these last few days is that people generally when it comes to astrology can go ooh ah mm that is what's that going to feel like and should i be afraid and i don't want to consult an astrologer because they might tell me something that's really bad right now because this sounds like it's heavy well it's heavy but it doesn't mean it's bad um what I'm watching happen, and, and I think is pretty amazing, is that people's lives are opening up, and they're really opening up to their true path. And as they own their mastery during this process, <clears throat> we, are, we are opening to what is really ours and what really belongs to us. And, you know, it might seem kind of incredible or incredulous that to us that we are not on the same old grind, you know, that actually the path is opening up and something good is happening. And I've talked to a lot of people and I've watched, and these include friends and all, and I've watched their lives speed up in these last few weeks. And it's very exciting. So with big aspects come big plans and big goals and big, you know, movement in your life that we should not be afraid of. So I'm encouraging everyone that if you are not feeling it, then, you know, you got to dig a little deeper and move a little quicker and, and get in contact with a healer or an astrologer who's going to help you align yourself with what your path is right now. Because I do hear a lot of fears from people that they, you know, oh, what if the astrologer tells me something bad? That's, it's, that's not what this is about. We have to elevate our ideas and our status and, and what's supposed to be, and I mean our consciousness status, not our status in the world. <laughs> um, we have to elevate these ideas and build on something new and own our power so that we're not in, in our own way. And when we have aspects like Mars-Pluto... You know, I always caution people because we still have to deal with the mundane earth. I always caution people to be careful. Like there's sweeping energy right now. So make sure you don't trip over your own feet. You know, metaphorically and literally, don't trip. Don't go into the backyard and trip over something that you know is always there. (laughs) And don't trip over your own feet in your own consciousness. So what you have to do now, which each of us has to do, is sort of own this mastery, own our place, own what we're doing, and get a little creative with our projects and our life and and think outside the box. The moon is in Aquarius right now, and yesterday it made a square to Uranus, which rules Aquarius. And so we are in a process this week of thinking outside the box. We are in a process for the next couple of days as things move, taking us outside the box. Um, it's really very important to connect with 
what's next in our life and our goals and stop trying to run on the same treadmill. It's, I, I just keep hearing these amazing, amazing stories from people whose lives are changing and they're open to it. So the most important thing for each of us to be right now is open. Don't be afraid of Saturn, Pluto. Run towards it. Go towards it. Embrace it. Thank it. Have gratitude. And if there's something that you are developing in your life and you feel it in your gut and your soul and your heart, talk about it as if it's already in your life. You know, act as if it's already there. Be, have gratitude. Gratitude's a big, powerful thing. And so when we get to Mars Pluto, it's like, yes, I'm so grateful to, to these planetary forces that I can connect with in the collective that I can use to help move my life. They're here to help us move. We can't like stay under the covers with Mars Pluto. We have to go out and act and use this energy. If we don't use this energy, that's when it, you know, we trip over our own feet because we're like, oh, I'm afraid of it. No, just jump forward. Jump this week. Take a jump this week. It's really important. Um, so that's, you know, my, my sermon on Mars Pluto. Um, I want to see people jump. I want to see people leap. I want to see people not be afraid and dive in because Mars loves action. Even when it's in Libra, we have to take some sort of action. It may be very balanced action, but we have to take action towards that next step and get inspired um, and allow ourselves to embrace what's next. So this is, this is really important. Venus moved into Sagittarius on Friday, and I felt that energy shift into a better place immediately, a more optimistic, positive place. Venus in Scorpio is a little sludgy. Venus doesn't love Scorpio. It's okay. We went through it. We go through it every year. It's over. Venus is now in, in Sagittarius, which is a friendly, outgoing, all-embracing sign. And now that Venus has moved into Sag and it's going to stay there for a while, you know, it's going to stay there for most of this month. We have some really amazing things to look forward to as Venus and, you know, starts, it's in the sign of Jupiter. So with Jupiter in its own sign, as we know all year, Venus is going to connect with Jupiter and we're going to watch that later this month. But as we're moving towards that, we're, really in a more optimistic, positive place. Sagittarius is a sign where they let things roll off their back. They don't get stuck in the mud. They don't get stuck in their own way. They just go, okay, all right, there's nothing I can do about that. I'm just moving. And when they, they are good at surrendering and letting go and just letting the universe take over and they let, they give it to the universe or to whatever they believe in. They, because Sagittarius is very much about belief and trust and faith. So now we have, you know, Venus and Sagittarius, and we have Jupiter and Sagittarius, and these are the these are the two benefics, as we call them. And for the most of this month, we're going to get to see them in action, giving us some positive energy and, and allowing us to take risks, because if there's ever a risk-taking sign, it's Sag. You know, I know Uranus makes us take risks, but it rules Aquarius, which is still fixed. Sag is mutable, and it means it's flexible. It's allowing. It allows us to go forward and jump in because it's fire. So when Venus goes into Sag like this now, it's been there for a few days, 
it really is going to give us some happy, motivating force in our lives. And that's exciting. That's exciting. So we have to sort of own that positivity. I feel a lot of positive energy around all of us right now. And so I say embrace. Embrace the positive energy. Don't get stuck. Have gratitude. Again, embrace. Dive in to what your goals are. Don't say, hmm, I don't know. Let the universe come to you. Let the universe talk to you about it. It's very important. So then we move into some other interesting aspects this week. So the sun is still in Scorpio. And so Mercury is still retrograde in Scorpio. So we are being allowed to go into the underworld and go in deep and not be afraid of, of the darkness because, you know, now we have all this good Sagittarian energy to guide us through there. And when we're dealing with, you know, this Mercury retrograde in Scorpio, we're we're going in and we're not afraid this time around to kind of go in and see what's truly happening and truly being offered to us. And once we allow this other light, you know, all these Sagittarian energies to sort of help us shine the light in that darkness, we are giving ourselves an opportunity to uh, embrace it and move in an amazing direction. Mercury retrograde, yeah, I keep getting stumbling blocks. I keep getting like Zoom links that are weird and have to be changed. <laughs> I keep getting people saying, I didn't get your email. Yeah, there's the typical mundane stuff. And we're still dealing with it. We still are grounded on this earth. We still have to deal with our job. We still have to go to work. And we still have to deal with Mercury retrograde messing up our schedule. But... Above and beyond that, you know, we have to um, sort of embrace that Mercury is really making some uh, headway and showing us this this light. And one of the reasons for that, one of the reasons for that is Mercury is going to be connecting with Neptune a couple of times. So back in October, Mercury made a lovely trine to Neptune in mid-October. So remember that at the 15th, we saw Mercury trying Neptune, and that's where we started getting answers and started connecting uh, intuitively with messages. And so we're going to see that again next week. Mercury's going to go back and try Neptune again. And so there's layer number two. And remember, we talk about this often where, where there's retrogrades, especially where Mercury is concerned. It touches a planet. It retrogrades, it goes back, it touches that planet again, and then many times, and in this case it's one of them, Mercury's going to go back and touch the planet for the third time. So we have three passages of Mercury to Neptune, trining Neptune. And so one of these was the time it got there on the 15th where it was making the trine to Neptune. Now a trine is a smooth flowing aspect. They're both in water signs. Neptune is about inspiration and visualization and messages from the beyond and listening to our intuition and mercury helps bring those into our conscious mind so now mercury next week is going to is headed towards as we speak is headed towards next week's trine again to neptune and at the end of the month actually on thanksgiving in the northern hemisphere in the united states mercury is going to trine 
Neptune again for the third and last time. So this is this is really powerful. This is really important as Mercury will go direct on the 22nd. Um, we're going to see things move forward as we get, you know, move forward as we get more messages and intuition and insights. And we have to pay attention to this. So go back to the 15th of October. Kind of think about what happened that day. Where did you get information? Who did you connect with? Where was the communication? And then start reviewing like where the next layer could be coming from. And don't be afraid to go in. Now, this is this is interesting because Mercury is going to be retrograde for only one of these trines and that's the one next week the week after it's going to go direct and mercury is going to the next time it hits neptune it's going to be um out of that sphere it's going to be out of its retrograde it's going to be direct again and mercury's moving pretty quickly through Scorpio you know it it retrograded at 27 it's going to go all the way back to 11 which is a good 16 degrees it's going to go back to 11 before it turns around in you know a couple of weeks we still have a ways to go with it we still have a ways to you know dive in with Mercury so I would recommend that you um, keep moving your energy towards that intuition that insight Mercury and Scorpio does not have a lot of uh, verbal words for us right now. It's really about uh, intuition, insight, our gut feelings, our deepest gut feelings. The only air we're getting right now is from Mars and Libra, and it's going to move also. It's going to move into Scorpio, one of its favorite signs, later in the month. But the only words that we have, except like, okay, the moon is passing through Aquarius right now, but that's going to be brief. But the only words we have for half this month is, you know, from Mars and Libra. And so that's why this Mars-Pluto tomorrow is important. We got to listen to some words. We have to speak some words. We have to use our words wisely. Um, and speaking of wisdom and using words, I don't know if you are on my mailing list, but I encourage you to join my mailing list because I send out a blog every now and again. It's called Astrologer's Thoughts, and it's on my website, thegoldenastrologer.com. And you can join at the bottom of the first page of my website. And you are, uh, if you are on my mailing list, you have received an email I sent out last week, and I encourage you if you haven't gotten around to looking at it, I sent it out a few days ago about healing our ancestry and that we're coming in a time, and I believe the Saturn-Pluto is part of this, about healing our ancestry. And what does that mean for us? So I believe where we're, lo where we're diving into right now, as far as the astrology is concerned, especially with so much going through Scorpio and Mercury, bringing our attention and our awareness to something deeper and pro more profound, I feel that we are getting to a place where we have to look beyond our own little life and start looking at the connections we make 
in our lives to our ancestry. So when I read someone, when I do an astrological session with someone, I'm not just like, we're, yes, we can talk about things like what you're good at, what your career moves are, what your, what your relationships look like, but there are patterns each of us have in our astrological charts, and we all have patterns. And some are smooth and some are challenging, and that's why we do astrology. We do the challenging, we do the smooth, we do the creative, we look at what the opportunities are. That's what we do when we're looking at astrology. But more importantly, in your signature and in everyone's signature, there's something right now that's getting lit up that's showing you not only just what your primary goals are on the earth, but how to heal your ancestry. One of the collective themes right now is going into the, the path of ancestry. Now, we each have you know, we all know, oh, my parents did this, so I'm doing this. And on a very light level, say your parents were artists and you're an artist or your parents were, and you know, one of your parents was an engineer. So then you're going into something similar. Um, a lot of times we get handed the business from the family, but on an unconscious level, we get handed our family business. And this goes way beyond the parents and the grandparents we grew up with. This goes way beyond ourselves and our little lives. We go through a, a major ancestral inheritance to what the to what these patterns are for good or for, you know, maybe not so helpful in our life. If you are a person who has patterns that reoccur and reoccur and reoccur, then I highly encourage you to look at your, your family constellation and look at your astrological constellations because you are someone who has the ability to heal that pattern for yourself and your ancestors and heal the lineage so that you are able to not only move your life forward. If you're tired of looking at the same pattern in your life, which many of us are, Astrology is a way to help undo and become aware of that, but it shows up in your chart. It shows you where the ancestral lineage is. And in my blog last week, I offered a meditation to help unite us with other light beings in service to our ancestry and the collective. So what you're going through right now and what each of us is going through right now collectively is that we have to pay attention to what that ancestral lineage is telling us. Saturn-Pluto is part of that. Um, it's showing us our level of mastery so that we can heal these um, ancestral lineages. And what, what the patterns are are probably similar to other patterns that other people have in their lives. And guess what? When you heal yours, it's reverberating out to everyone else. So not only do you heal your own, but you heal your family and those around you with your same lineages. I encourage you to explore and discover while this Mercury is in Scorpio and it's going deep and it's allowing you to go deep to look at the ancestral lines you have psychologically, emotionally, look at the patterns, look at your astrological chart, go to a healer and see where it is that you need to heal those patterns because that's going to heal your life and you're going to be able to move forward profoundly in your life. You're going to get what you want. You're going to be able to find out what it is that's in your way of getting what you want. 
and you're going to do the collective, the service of healing the ancestral lineage and others on, on the earth as well. So this is really important for each of us to look at. And I'll be talking more about this in the coming weeks and months and how we can uh, facilitate these healings. Um, but the first step is owning your mastery. Saturn Pluto is not something to be afraid of. It's something to run towards and embrace and to encounter ourselves along that path, to encounter our profound um, sense of duty and, and responsibility on this earth and what we what we want to do is aligned with what the universe wants for us so on that heavy note um <laughs> the moon is still in aquarius today all day and then we will see it go void tomorrow morning eastern time 9 37 a.m a good time for healing void moons may not be the best time for launching a new project but they are good times to do healing work and some mundane tasks when we get to tomorrow evening, the, the moon is void a lot tomorrow. It's void from 9.37 a.m. Eastern time to 6.08 p.m. when it moves into Pisces, um, 6.08 p.m. Eastern time. So we have a lot of time to process that Mars-Pluto. Then we move into Wednesday. The moon is still in Pisces. We're moving along into Thursday. The moon is still in Pisces and goes void in the evening, 8.13 p.m., we're at the end of the Zodiac, 8.13 p.m. Eastern Time. On Thursday, we will also have the moon touching Neptune, conjunct. It's going to be a very busy moon this week. Uh, it, as it goes into Pisces, it's going to make that trine to uh, Mercury. It's going to conjunct Neptune. It's really going to be, because it's in Pisces, it's really going to be a good healing time this week. And a good time for meditation and creativity and anything that sort of takes you off the earth. Then we move into Friday where the moon goes into Aries. So we're void from 8.13 Eastern Time Thursday evening to 6.49 a.m. Eastern Time on Friday when the moon goes into Aries. And when the moon goes into Aries, it's um, now going to spend the weekend pretty much in Aries and then stay there Saturday, Sunday as it goes into Taurus, 6.18 p.m. Sunday evening the 10th. It will be void most of Sunday. That's okay. It's Sunday. It's a time to kind of relax and enjoy ourselves. But the moon is in Aries, so, we, you know, go out, exercise, you know, have some, use your energy. Um, from 9 a.m. it's going to be void on Sunday till 6.18 p.m. when it goes into Taurus. But on uh, Monday, it will, you know, it will be in Taurus after that, and we're going to, you know, get some uh, things done as the full moon approaches next week. Taurus is a very productive sign. So, meantime, on Friday, we have some good aspects. Um, we have the sun, which is in Scorpio, making a beautiful trine to Neptune. So when the sun trines Neptune, um, it hasn't done that since it was in the sign of Cancer uh, when it trined Neptune back earlier in the year. And we have this lovely trine. Um, so again, inspiration, um, a, a encouragement of moving forward with our life force goals. You know, the sun is our life force. And insight, inspiration, very good when the sun trines Neptune. That means we're at peace with our spiritual and our, you know, visual, 
values that we have right now, what worth our goals, what we're seeing for our life. Saturn is a little busy that day. We don't get to see much activity towards Saturn, but the sun is going to make a nice aspect to Saturn. So this is good. The sun is going to talk to Saturn in a nice way and talk to Neptune in a nice way, which is really good. It brings those two together because Saturn and Neptune are making a sextile on Friday. And a sextile is a 60 degree aspect, which is flu fluid, smooth, flowing, easy. We should be able to get things done. We should be able to have our intuitive, creative goals um, in line with our material earthbound goals. So all of that should be lined up. We've got a good lineup of that on Friday the 8th. These are really positive aspects. It's nice that something is talking to Saturn in a sweet way. So the sun is sextiling Saturn. Saturn is then sextiling Neptune. This is all one big happy family as the sun trines Neptune. A trine is sort of a double sextile. It's 120 degrees. It makes a triangle. And these are all smooth and flowing. And so our material goals, our spiritual goals, our intuitive, creative goals, all are in alignment. And that's a really good place for things to be. So we're working towards that this week in are, you know, whether we realize it or not, because these are flowing aspects. They are in aspects that take effort. The effort ones are the squares and the oppositions. We're going to see squares tomorrow when we get the Mars-Pluto, but really this whole beautiful, smooth, flowing place we're going to get to on Friday is really, is really important and positive. So we like that. So keep those things in mind as you progress through your week. And then on Saturday, we're also going to have Mercury sweetly talking to Pluto. So that's, that's very powerful. So all in all, you know, once we get past the Mars-Pluto of tomorrow and sort of the acceptance and the realization of more transformation, we're going to be able to integrate that into our, into our consciousness, into our world. So that's a good thing. Next week, we have some good aspects, but we'll talk about those in a week. And so that's it. Time goes so quickly. I thank you for listening. I'm Deb McBride. Please check out my website, thegoldenastrologer.com, where you can read that blog I referenced earlier. You'll hear my other podcasts that have been from the last week if you haven't heard them before. My Instagram is goldenastrologer, where I sometimes do little videos about what's going on. My Twitter is at Deb Astrology, and I am available for astrological sessions, consultations. I welcome all uh, it, people to book themselves online. It's very easy to book yourself a session with me online. My website will do that. And I hope you have a lovely and productive week this week, and I will see you next week. Thank you again for listening.